Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Man, alrighty, guys. Alrighty, this is part two for Guns a Blazing. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeehaw. And this pew, is a pew. Pew, 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 pew. I think all um, of those were rather unconvincing gun sounds. <laughs> <but we laughs> I know, right? Well, they were a blazing, though. Oh. <laughs> Whatever they were. But this is a very special, awesome episode because we have the creators with us, which is actually Still something here. what I've wanted. We've been following you around for a week. I know, right? Yeah, we had a, week, a week's worth of stank on me. So. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all need to get to the shower already, man. Seriously. Yeah. They're overrated anyway. Showers, they, that is. They've been waiting for us in the corner of the comic bug all week. I've slept here every day. Oh, yeah. Have you read it? Have you read it? I read the, As the artist, was I supposed to have read I it? Read the, I read the credit page in the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so you didn't and the back cover. The, the, t- the title looked really interesting. Dude, yeah. I literally um, read this in about five minutes, so what's your excuse? It was so good. I read it Seriously. in... Because I had read some before, and I reread it then tonight, actually. It took me like two hours. I liked it, but there were so many pictures. I, I didn't understand the story. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we actually just made this comic so we could do these four pages here. We just oh, go yeah. publish photos of ourselves. Oh, so the rest was just filler, basically. The rest is filler material, yeah. Okay. So this is a very visual joke, but uh, for the for the listeners. <laughs> so um, don't blink. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> for the listeners, on the on the first issue, if you turn it around, you have an alt- alternate, um, like, you get the second character, um, yeah. like, the profile, and then you open it up, and there's pictures of people, like, in the comic bug and in different events and stuff like that, which yeah, is really well, it's awesome. Yeah, it's our cool. Guns blazing so, tour photo yeah. book thing. Right, if you run out of a particular yeah. issue, you want to, you know, add something to the mix, you know, yeah, make right? it exciting for the readers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, I think the big studios call it double dipping. Enhancement, exclusive edition. Oh, you rascal. Um, so I have a question just to start out. All right, let's do it. Um, right. Because I've always wondered this, and I just have never asked you guys. Please, elaborate. These two characters, the main oh. characters here. <laughs> oh, the, here yeah. it comes, Mike. <laughs> Based on these guys we know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they're sure. great guys. Well, you really obviously cool. must have read the Indicia as well, right, darling? <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, I you mean, know what? Yeah, it is in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. Oh, any, any resemblance to actual persons living or dead? Or entities or events or places is coincidental. Any resemblance between the protagonists and the authors of this pre- publication is yeah. purely egotistical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did not exactly. read that. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You heard it here. The cave woman is Raphael. No. <laughs> oh. Umbaga. I knew I, I knew that's why I love the cave woman. <laughs> I um, knew there was an animal attraction there. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, well, let's start off saying, uh, what did you guys think about reading all five issues? What did you, how, what feelings did you feel? Let, let's go with Jeff since he's the most fresh on this. Yeah, I'm I read the most this way fresh earlier. because I basically you just finished it. I, <laughs> I, just fin- I just finished it not too long ago, actually. I sped through it because it was so darn good. Uh, my and also imp- because you had to. <laughs> it's never a have to. It's never a have to when it comes to this. That is man. true, especially the. Comic I'll tell you right yeah. now. I see it as a as a mix picks hodgepodge of just about everything that I've liked about comics for like the last twenty or thirty years, man. Because yeah. you know you see a little bit of time travel there, you see a little bit bit of action there, 
and frankly, dude, uh, Raphael, your your Frazetta-esque style uh, artwork combined with Michael Allred right there, just it hits home right to me <laughs> right now. I've never heard it described right like that. It's cool, yeah. yeah. You right there, you right there, my friend, you are a mixture. You would make Michael Allred happy, and you would make uh, Frank Frazetta quite proud, actually, I oh, think, man. with what you well, have done right the there. The way I approach the art, I've said this before, it's just a potpourri of all the things that Mike and I just love and adore. I mean, like we said in the previous interview, I mean, our attention spans are so short, uh, we have to try to make it at least as interesting it to be for ourselves as well as the audience yeah and you know if we find something that happens to like it along the way then more power to us so yeah. well, and like we talked a little bit about the color last week and just on your journey going from kind of black and white into color but like the color on some of this like <laughs> even in just the first issue where we get into this scene where they're starting to time travel and it yes. goes all red and it's just yeah. spectacular mm -hmm. and like it's just such a great shift and like i think this is one of my favorite pages oh, there's one you. where yeah, somebody bought that page um, yeah, the, the president uh, of idw, IDW. We'll, wow. we'll, we'll not name any names but yeah uh, we have friends in high places that's yeah. amazing but it goes bang 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 and it gets closer and like it's yeah. just such a cool page I want to. I want to ask you what yeah. did what did this comic remind you of? Like, or, were there any other comics or anything that that this reminds you of? Well, I'll tell you right now. Also, I'll be quite honest, man. Oh, I had I, I had such Batman sixty six vibes. Also going into oh, this nice, too, man. just from just from the looks of it. I mean, like the, the Batman comic sixty six comic, the the one. That, well, just, well, yeah. just the entire era and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You have you have the real, you have the real psychedelic look about this and yeah. everything. Because you know, I mean, there's obviously not a whole lot of seriousness to this time travel going on here. So when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking like, wow, <laughs> these guys are too nice and crazy. He do smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> we just know a lot of people who smoke a lot of weed, I suppose. And what I love about it is yeah. you guys basically take a hint from just about every single one of the time travel tropes that we've had for like the last 20 years or so. I see a little bit of Bill and Ted in there. I saw a little bit of Doctor <laughs> Who in there. Yeah. I saw a I little bit watch of... That. I mean, I saw Bill and Ted years ago, but I, I don't watch Doctor Who. And... When I'll say that, yeah, like it felt, it felt so reminiscent of that big action adventure excitement you're going to a million places it's very A's like for adventure yes. yeah like yeah. like a kid could hop on and be like wow this is so cool and an adult can like really get into it but alternatively it also felt very fresh and new and unique and i think to that point like it doesn't it's maybe reminiscent of those things but it's also something totally different and yeah. i really liked that like it felt like it's multi you were just stepping into different things and um i know in some of the backer back matter at some point you guys were just talking about how you wanted to go into something new all the time yeah. like yeah. it never yeah. sits still for too long and someone wrote, wrote in about to. the pacing Seriously. and i think we had to keep it fresh yeah, for ourselves it, it too is, as like, well as the with audience the colors with the characters mm -hmm. you spend just enough time in each area to like start caring a little bit about the characters and want to know more yeah. about them and then you jump somewhere else mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like it's too soon like you feel like you got enough but you still want more and i think yeah. that's such a great Thing like what did you want more of? Have. Like yeah. if you could, if we could give you more of anything. Yeah, what would you want more of? Yeah, tell us, man. I think well. Um, How well, do we think... finish this comic? I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. That too. That's the conundrum right now. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're gonna hit this early in the discussion, but it was something I wanted to talk about is like the female characters in it because you have these two male protagonists and like the first issue, you've, you've got like mostly nude cave women yes. and they're sleeping they're together getting... and it's very much like a male fantasy. We and spent so a I lot of money it. making these comics. <laughs> So, and not a lot of money making the female clothing. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, let, let her finish. Let her finish. I'm sorry, go ahead. The wardrobe budget. Don't give please. it away. Don't yeah. give it away. But um, but you know, it like felt very like male fantasy. But yeah. then I mean, and it was completely consensual. And the cave woman's like the one pulling him back there. But like, you're it's written by men, so you're like, yeah. okay. I mean, we, I, it is, I, you know, this might not be the politically correct thing to do, yeah. but we do kind of create it with our hips. This comic, and yeah. You know, if I was
And they don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, issue two, though, we've got some nice Eddie nudity, well, too. So, he like, I feel like it went both ways. My character oh, yeah. got laid in the first one. He's like, Chief, what about me? So I had to write that this scene. This was for a him. highlight for me. <laughs> Did I you like, like a that hairy scene? man. So, no, you like hairy mans <laughs> in cowboy boots? Um, yeah, you know, like, hey, there's I listen to country something there music. for everybody, right? It, there yeah. really is. Yeah. But no, but I was going to say, like, so, you know, first issue, you're kind of like, okay, this is a cool fantasy, but, like, is it. Are there any women in this? Like, does it matter? And then you have this villain who's coming in like these panties. And yeah. you're like, oh. And then as you keep reading, you're like, no, these characters are actually really cool. And they're yeah. really interesting. Yeah. And you oh, get yeah. into like the biker gang sure. of Hell's Bells. Sure. And they were really cool. And I wanted yeah. to know more about them. It was very like Mad Max and awesome. Yeah. And I um, I think yeah. just like as a woman and as a feminist, like getting into it, I yeah. thought that like at first you have this very surface level. And that's what the comic is all about. Every comic you get deeper into these characters, yeah. what they're doing and who they are. And that's what I kind of wanted more of. I wanted to know like, what are the Hell's Bells? Where did they come from? They're in this like wasteland and they're protecting this like male child. And like, it was just such a cool, it was such a cool story. And I was into them as characters and they're so cool. And I love this girl with the glasses. Yeah. yeah. And, There's like, a scene, I mean, because when we started this book, I, I'm learning. I'm, I'm on a. I'm, it, we talked about real life yeah. and, and fantasy and stuff. So there was a scene here. Yeah. Uh, are we bringing the cowboys? They're not so essential, are they? Okay, enough of this, Cody. I could tell when we're not wanted. Are you ready to get out of here? <laughs> not just yet. Well, it's obvious this yeah. isn't our fight. So um, when when we when I first created Guns of Blazing, I think. I'd learned things about, I mean, the audience of comics had changed. Like, more women were coming in. Yeah. We started in 2013. Not that there weren't any women coming in, sure. but there weren't that many. And so as I grew and learned, like, I went from writing a cave woman who just wants to have sex with me to <laughs> to this really strong... But alternatively, you fell in love with her and oh, wanted yeah. to take her oh. with you, and I liked that. I like, get, I liked that it wasn't I just, goodbye. Okay, Maddie, to answer your question a few sentences back, um, <laughs> my, my objective goal, actually, both of our objectives, goals when we were doing this is you know uh, objectification of of the female gender in comics is almost like a like a traditional norm thing it's, it's sad to say but it's true but i made uh one of the vows that i made with mike and I th i'm sure you remember uh, was uh, i remember when, our when, vows well, usually but well <laughs> let me tell you about it later yeah. lover but but anyways uh my plan was to objectify everybody you know uh, i i draw beautiful people it's my blessing and curse and, and that's just and that's just not just about you know uh, uh beautiful women there's beautiful men and beautiful dinosaurs as well too for that matter yeah uh, but uh but Very nevertheless Swords. Yeah, but nevertheless, I mean, um, it's you know, uh, I play no favorites, but I, I I love them all too. So one of the things that inspired us would be like uh, Raquel Welch in, in One Million Years BC, you know, and and yeah, uh, yeah see, so. that's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I liked too that. Um, okay, so Domina like changes outfits a lot, which I liked too. Like, and then she comes out in this like warrior outfit yeah. at the end. yeah, and so I liked her costume, and like she became more and more interesting as it went on, and so I liked like. You have this lens where it's almost like playing on the tropes mm -hmm. of classic mm -hmm. everything, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and you find out more about these characters and who they are and how they're yeah. involved with each other, and they're all given more meaning. And like I kind of knew from the beginning, I was like, okay, well, like Eddie's a skeptic, he's going through a lot, and like it's cool watching that change and, and learning who he is. And like I just thought it, it was so great because I was a little like, oh, when I very first read it, and then I was like, it, it just gets so much better. Oh, and thank you. It. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, thank you. We write these things in a bubble, and you know. <laughs> our, mom, our moms say it's great, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and and especially um, it's, it's an honor for me because you're coming from that perspective that it's like, oh, cool. Well, maybe I'm not a pig. I don't know. <laughs> so what did the comic, what did the series remind you of? I'm asking this because, like, yeah. for me, like, I, I you, it, it reminds you of something. I can't wait it? to get to it. I know. No, yeah. no, no. You, nice. you have to go. No, first. I don't know. I think so it was its own thing. Yeah, oh, okay. I think I think it took a lot of. 
different things that I'd seen. You're even like Savage Lands with X Men yeah. a little bit, where you're just oh, dropped yeah. into this. Yeah, yeah, like I'm an X an X girl over here, but like I, like it's cool to be just dropped into this world, and like that's kind of everyone's fantasy of like, what if I went here? What if I went here? Yeah. Yeah. and it's so cool, and you have that, but then it all comes into this bigger story, and that was just so unique and special, and that's what I really really loved yeah. about it. Um, okay, so so first off, like. Like I told you guys last time, like I have, I've owned the first, uh, the first issue from Long Beach from like two or three years ago, <laughs> yes, um, and uh, reading it, like I, I kind of forgot it because like the reason. Okay, so like we do the show because I'm not good at reading. <laughs> oh. I forget about reading, and I want to read comics. And comics used to be such a big deal. And I like moved out here. You don't know how to read, or you don't just, have time. Yeah, to read. I've always wanted to learn how to read. <laughs> So I don't That's know what he these. Likes the comics. So I don't know what these the books pictures. are about. No, okay, no, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> but like, I just I don't get to read, and like I'll have I a. I had a pull list. I spent so much money when I moved out here. You know, like I spent so much money on comics, and I never got to any of them. Like I had like two hundred dollars worth of comics I never touched. And because um, <laughs> I was working three yeah, jobs, most of us, dude. And I was starting, yeah, and, yeah, and then I was starting this. Yeah. And so and I had the first issue, and I actually read it. And I loved it. And then now, the, and today reading it again, I'm like, I, at first I was like, okay, I don't remember any of this. And I got like a couple more pages into it and I just remembered it like that. It just, it, it stuck, it stuck to me and it just kept going. And the first three, the first three uh, issues are so great. And it's a continuous story and it has this one amazing, fun sci-fi, but noir yet, well, not noir. Uh, I mean, kind of noir, but like, it's just old fashioned Raphael's like, incredible noir drawings. Just oh yes. No 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 he is. But it doesn't have a, it doesn't yeah, have a noir yeah. tone. Because when I hear noir tone it's like oh, you yeah. get the narration and be like sure. and then she was there. And then Everybody starts speaking like a Humphrey Bogart <laughs> yeah. right? A character, yeah. Like you don't see Eddie's you don't you don't see Eddie's back. And then I was standing there and the cave woman was looking at me and, and anyways but um <laughs> also like very quick tangent, everyone has perfect hair in this and I want cartoon oh, I, I want yeah. Raphael oh, yes, we know. I know, right? Uh, Yes, Inspired by the reality, yeah. but like Raphael, can you draw my hair at all times? Because yeah. like, damn, <laughs> it's um, your command. I mean, it was so Mad Men like era esque, and that's what I love. And um, so it, yeah, you you just get this old timey, awesome, amazing like feel to it, and it and it and it prevails, and it's so great. And um, but not only that, like, and then the fourth and fifth uh, you know issues have a completely different tone. And it gets great and amazing and dark, like you told us from before. Yeah, and we're not going to sure. spoil. We're not going to spoil four and five, but it does shift, and, like, and it gets worry, guys, so it great. It doesn't get too dark. It's well, just like it's a, it doesn't. It's op- a twist and it's interesting. Yeah, it's twist and it and it opens things up, but it like doesn't because yeah. it it is, it is just it is explaining something. I mean, it is explaining kind of like this, like you know, why everything is kind of happening. Okay. Yep. And yeah, so. But like especially the first three issues, all I was thinking that it is if Zot hit the fucking fan, like if shit hit the fan in, Zot, in the Zot universe. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's so it reminded you of Zot. A yeah. Bit? Well, no, it, it was basically oh. like you know how Zot is like everything is like, like oh like oh whatever and like it, everything just kind of happens and he's yeah. just so optimistic. Everybody else around him is like what the fuck, dude. It's, <laughs> it's more like them two are just like what the fuck, dude. And everyone else is like yeah. everything's kind of cool and weird and different. But like not really, you know a little bit more optimistic than they, those. I mean, I don't know, but it was totally if Zot just like if just shit kept on hitting the fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when when I wrote, the way we create the book is is we get together. It's much like tonight, like where there's there's beers and there's you know us and we're just bullshit and we're talking. Yeah. And we just kind of talk about what we want to see, what we want to draw. He'll throw. He's like, hey, I want to put dinosaurs in this yeah, one. Yeah, Mike right? has some wild you know, idea that just you know wins me over. I said, Mike, that's and, a brilliant uh, idea. Let's do it. And then yeah. writing and it starts. Writing T Rexes. 
Yeah. So yeah. and then and so, be. so we come with, up with these sort of visual sort of landmarks, mm -hmm. and yeah. then I write into them and out of them and around them and right. and all that stuff. So and I try to make. I was super worried about issue five, because I knew we needed at some point. I didn't want to be like that show Lost. Where yeah. where it's like oh it's up to the viewer to oh, figure out what's going yeah, on. The writing it's up uh, to their decisions are. I actually lost. wanted to have a lot of fun for three or four issues, and then okay, this is we actually know what we're doing. Yeah, I love things that you can go back and read again or play again or watch right. again, That's, and you see it in a different it's light. It's in the design, yeah. Yeah. and I think really we've yeah. done it that way. Yeah. We're like reading it a second or third or fourth time, even you're catching these little like that details. Sixth sense sort of thing. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. it's, it's even know, cooller. I actually want to compare it to, to something else that's like really epic and amazing right now. It has like <laughs> like honestly, it's like the most intimate, like insane fandom. Um, this is very much like Rick and Morty, where you kind of have wow. a feeling. Yeah. Why are the, you listening, like, Jordan? Like, like, I, again, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. So and not I'm, just because one of the places they're going to is called the Citadel. Remember that episode? Do they go to a Citadel and Rick and Morty? Yes, they do. Oh, oh man, the Citadel Ricks. Oh yeah. Yes, they do. No, 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 no. Actually, no. nothing. To what I was gonna say. It was like that. These. I don't want to say what characters, but there are two. There are two characters that are drawn for some reason that we finally have a reason why. Like, of course, we still don't know really why in Rick and Morty, but we always know because they allude to it. Yeah. But you always, as you read these comics, especially in the first four issues, and then in the fifth, in the fifth season, fifth, fifth <laughs> issue, we do put them out once a year. In all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, but like, you, 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 you finally get that like clarity as to what really brings them together, and you're like, oh, that's okay, that's awesome, and that's, yeah. and I feel like it, it's actually kind of it, it was kind of being like the, um, the craziness and yet brilliance behind why the events are happening as it continues, and then now we finally have an answer, unlike in Rick and Morty right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I didn't have every single detail of, of how time travel works and, and their relationship. I, I had a general idea. And, it's safe and to say we did have enough room to just make it up as we, we go We knew what along. a constant yeah. was, yeah. so I was, a, I was able to plant that seed in issue yeah. one where he's talking about but, constants. But yeah, whatever I like to think about the constants with yeah. that, especially yeah. when we get to the explanation of what the void is yeah. come issue three. Yeah. I absolutely am in love with the void. Well, I was gonna say too, and in my like, um, like pre things too, I noticed that like, cause like I'm an editor, so I look at like little Obviously, details of yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, but like the way he calls him, um, cause his name's Cody, but Eddie uh, calls him Code. Yeah. For, no. And I was like, they didn't mess up their own character's name. Like that's crazy. Cause at first I didn't realize that like, like that was almost. a nickname. Yeah, okay. But yeah. then it was interesting that only he calls him that, and I think that then ties back later, which was yeah. really cool. Like there were just these little details that you're like, why yeah. wow, does he good. call him by this random so nickname? Good. Yeah, oh, like, we put a lot of work in this year. You're the first one to notice. Oh really? <laughs> I'm honored. So when I write, I do actually use like I use Richard's voice. Well, I use nicknames, but I use his voice. He's got like several nicknames for me, and like very rarely does he call me Mike. It's either Chief or. I mean, mostly chief. He calls me. Uh, I think, he, yeah. So it's like. See, you know, when I imagine you as the chief, though, you're in that like silk robe. I don't know why. Do I have a silk robe? I'll yeah, get, the like, like the like lounge oh, robe. One? Yeah, or maybe yeah. it's velvet. I don't know, but it's like it's. It's I a robe. A, yeah, I have a robe. <laughs> um, but no. He, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So there. Yeah. No, he he never the calls chief. me Mike. I don't think he knows my name. <laughs> He's like the, the chief. Jeez. The chief. Hey. It's like, hey, dude. Hey, uh, hey, hey, dude. Coach. What's up, Vato? Uh, Vato. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's get on to the next uh, the next portion of what we used to talk about. We said well, we used to talk about the uh, the art, which you already said a little bit more about. But do you, right, yeah. you, want to, you want to talk a little bit more about Step it? Step aside, Mike. This is my department here. Yeah. Right. Well, like I said, you know. <laughs> Like I said before, Matt, I see a little bit of Mike Allred in there. I see a lot of uh, Frank Frazetta right there. It's just 
the striking characters like this, I see so I see so much right here. I see so much of the cheesecake right there, especially with the cave, with the cave women. I mean, that's just amazing and amazing with uh, Domina right there. And it's just there, there's really not a whole lot that I can that that I can't say that you know isn't doesn't make this just more effective right here. I mean, besides the fact that this is just so much color right here, you can't even begin to see how much color is in yeah, this book, like, guys. Well, I also feel like this is, you know, this is the third comic book, you know, I guess this year, where, like, the use of, like, uh, automatopoeia is, like, really, oh, yeah. it's, it's so prominent in the art form, which is, I think is amazing, like, the bang, bang, bang. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff, and, and it's great. Like, we had, uh, <laughs> we keep talking about Mark Guggenheim's Stringers, which oh, is, yeah. like, sure, sure. I mean, the use of automatopoeia in that is, is a Astounding, and it's something I still have yet to see in any other comic book. Uh, and like in this one, it's great because it like I mean the whole panel of bang bang bang. bang. Like seriously, like I'm very jealous of the the head of, of IDW. If I if man, if I <laughs> yeah. had if I had his money or more, I would buy it from him. Like I, like that is an that is a gorgeous. Well, you can recreate page. it for half yeah, the price. For half the price, yeah. <laughs> Just get it. Get it, a, get it as a sketch, man. Which, get it as a sketch. if you're listening to this, on the day it comes out, we still have a piece of Rafael Navarro's original art that available for you to share through our social media on Grand Geek Gathering. Aww, Check it out. There you go. What is it? Well, he drew last week. He made a Catwoman. Oh, okay. It's cool. Not, we got to take a picture. Not, he's, no, she's I think a, a space Yeah, she's a space lady. She's space she's lady. Oh, I thought it was Catwoman. Yeah, sure. No. She's an original well, I suppose character. I I could draw a Catwoman tonight, you know, to make the deal if you want to make another one. No, no, no. Yeah, we are giving away original Raphael Navarro art <laughs> for free. I thought, and I'm giving away original Raphael Navarro after we finish issue six. <laughs> 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 three, two, go to He just can't get rid of me fast enough, apparently, so it's all good. So a lot, a lot of people also ask, like, is this available digitally, which would be great for all the listeners if they could, but it's not. I think the effect would be gone. If you like what you said last week, it, the experience of holding this in the paper yep. and everything, yep. it is so different. But guys, also, like, I can't explain the smell of this comic. It smells really We actually nice. rub each and every issue across our bare, hairy chest <laughs> before we... Uh, I'll just Mighty hairy down I'm there. Back to the furry abs. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like this like chainmail bikini that the, that you know Domina is wearing is a little. Are you gonna wear that, Mike? Because I know you wore the cave woman outfit. I did wear the cave woman, which was you know, very impressive. And I really so you want like you want to see me in that issue six. Well, okay. Um, all, I, as far as I'm concerned, all bets are off. <laughs> Yeah, I'll wear whatever. You tell me when that happens. If it'll I will sell be there. a book, I'll wear it. I will, I will purchase a book from you, you in that outfit. Danny Trejo loved me as a cave woman, by yeah, the way. Yeah, actually, he did. He was leaving Wizard World uh, Nashville. Yeah, great story, like, by the way. Like, body, his three bodyguards. Yeah, his entourage. They, like, he needs bodyguards. Yep. And, and I'm over there. I'm like, hey, guns a blaze. And I'm in this little cave girl outfit. <laughs> and he's like, hold, hold on, hold. God damn, I got to see this. It stopped. And then we got a picture with him. It stopped Trejo. Uh, yeah. By the way, we're all taller than him, just saying. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> but, 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 getting, he but getting, but getting back to um, uh, 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 cross-dressing in, in, in the name of Guns of Blazing, I mean, the only fair thing, if, if Mike decides to go as a cow, as, as the, uh, if Mr. Wellman here decides to go back as the uh, the as cave Domino. woman, no, 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 as the cave woman, um, I think the only honorable thing for me to do as the co-creator of Guns of Blazing is that I may have to go as uh, 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 Domina, yeah. But so, yeah, we do what we can and, and resist. <laughs> store was at yeah but go. but i think yeah like to have this comic like to me that's what stories are about stories are about making us like for me it always goes back and i don't know why because it wasn't even like the first comic i read or anything but green lantern is so powerful to me just because it's about willpower like okay. yeah. they laid the cards on the table there's no metaphor here no like if he Will. has enough willpower yeah. he's gonna save the day yeah. and like what a powerful thing to look at like do i can i do this do i have the willpower it's up to me to do it but stories are what keep us going and what inspire us and what make make us feel like we're strong enough to face 
whatever. And I think that this book is really cool where it shows, you know, different personalities coming together and like how what's going to happen. And I think I'm really excited for the next issue to see it all come together because it is looking like sometimes we can get so into our daily life yeah. and we can get so into the, the ground level and like, oh, just have a great time tonight in the cave. Like, you know, go do whatever. <laughs> it's OK to like there's these really bigger issues. And I think that this zooms in and then it zooms out really far and it does a great job of still being escapist, but also drawing in some really important like life questions that I appreciate a lot. I want to say I want to think I I just I I love the art so much. Okay. I feel like no matter where they are, every single settings um, art changes a little bit. Colors change, mm -hmm. um, sure. no, color it, tone changes. Like whenever the uh, they're traveling, blue is rains. Um, at, yeah. You know, at at when they're in the caveman days, it's I believe green. You use greens? green, lots of greens, lots of purples. Okay, a lot of greens, purples. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, blues. I mean, it's like I mean, yeah. like uh, there'll be a lot of red, but like everything else is like there's blue ever or just blues. And then like especially like these these scenes, like when it's um you know when the cave you know when the cave girl uh you know meets her demise. Um, and then w it's really funny because they go into a like Mad Max slash like you know Dark Knight Returns <laughs> like. Yeah. It reminds me so much of Dark Knight Returns. Like, sure, sure. With like the bikers, the, the colors of the uh, or what are the, they called? The, the 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 scene itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or characters. like Mad Max. Yeah, like but like I'm just thinking of like what is it like uh, those two idiot uh, twins? No, not, not maybe not Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight Strikes Back or Batman Strikes Back. Or what was it? The other Frank Miller one. <laughs> the two twins. The the, the blonde oh. the blonde twins yeah, the from uh, Sin City. Yeah. The stupid Spike one. Not Turk and Grotto, but like yeah, I forgot oh, what they were called. Oh, the the, yeah. the mutants or the yeah, the mutant uh, twins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it, it just kind of reminded me of some, something like that. But like, you know, like it, it's it's really cool. And I just I love I love it's everything. Hard. Like no matter where the setting is, things are, you know, colors, tone and everything like that. It's everything's always different. Like over here, it's kind of clean and it matches so well, of course, because especially you guys are so close and stuff like that. Yeah. So you have a you yeah. very we have a language uh, mutual it, sort of. Yeah. No. The reason this book comes out once a year is because we enjoy hanging out exactly. so much. Exactly. And, and, and don't get yeah. shit done. Oh yeah. And, 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 <laughs> we seek inspiration for literally 363 days out of the year, and then the last day before the book is done, we whip it out in one day, right, Mike? Yeah. I, I feel like you guys <laughs> are more you about you guys are more about fun than business, and that's the, and that's one thing I think, like why you guys care so much about it, why the writing is so personable, why you guys use so much about your own lives and experiences with it. But this is all leading up to my question. Is this a true story? And am I <laughs> Can we come with you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but... Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe you should like uh, join us on one of our adventures, Tyler, and you'll know for sure. <laughs> I don't. I have to get out of the off the couch. I don't know. <laughs> but, Take uh, a few tetanus shots just to play it safe. Shot, yeah, right. Gotcha. Tyler, believe it or not, one of the th main attractions of the whole project was just the fact that Mike has this sense of prose and sense of adventure and creativity just spewing out of I me. Mean, that's one of the main reasons I, I stay yeah. on this project holy because Mike is a force of nature. It's astounding. And then the yeah. man the man's like a cup of coffee <laughs> and a and a breath of fresh air, you know? Uh, no, no, as people, if you follow my career in comics, you know, uh, for years and years and years, I mean, you know that maybe 90% of the work I've done so far, both indie as well as, you know, in the, uh, in the mainstream yeah. circuit, I've always done it solo. I mean, I rarely... Literally, rarely, rarely pick a partner, and Mike is is beyond uh, a question and exception to the rule. So, the I'm sorry, so it's the truth. No, no, seriously, I mean, you're one of the main reasons I, I I'm on this project, buddy. Yeah.
I mean, do you you're know, awesome, and I love you. Since you guys, I mean, you do have writing sessions, or just like you know, obviously because you guys can't be together all the time. You do have time to be like. Do you ever just think of something like, what if I came with this this fucked up shit, just see if Raphael says yes? See if he says yes to everything <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. No, but believe it or not, we, I mean, we, we've we've had we've had um we've had our our, our differences, our certain ideas, you know, whether. Uh, um, this idea was stronger than the other, but we always went for the better idea. It didn't yeah. matter where it came from, yeah. but there even was. If it's taking it up. But but yeah. yeah, even if it was taking it up, the yeah. Piss scene was <laughs> there you go. But but there was one idea, believe it or not, that um um I thought I was right. Mike called me on it, and I actually had to stop and think. Okay, could be the booze, could be the vanilla coke, could be the fact that Mike is actually right. Vanilla coke. No, I, 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 what I, was it? Can you tell? Yeah, me? I, I'd oh, like was, to know. Oh, actually, it was it, it was it was a a, a cover idea. And Mike realized that the my idea wasn't as strong as as it could have been, and uh, actually it was just, it was a good call. And what cover was it? Oh my gosh, Mike, you don't remember? It was the very yeah issue issue one reprint. Um, alternate side cover. Uh, I had a different expression on. on oh yeah, the... no, he looked he looked like a, a wimp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, hold, because I yeah. mean, even still, this is yeah. still a bit of yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah the, the... So look how like bold and and yeah, and power, uh, and then almost like... devilish, you know. But he's yeah. like sweet. He is. I know. He, he I know. is sweet, oh, but but he guy. he looked yeah. well. He he looked he looked weird. He looked. Almost scared, scared. And, yeah. and the, the emotion was wrong. To be quite frank, I I should have made him more reluctant. That's what the what the the eventual yeah, yeah, you know yeah. goal there was. Go. And I, I know Mike was right on that. You know, I love I love all the like the notes and all the things that you guys put in in the last one. Like when you talk about the dark matter, uh, time travel, and stuff like that. I think that's, I was that's awesome. so lost in the science. I'm not gonna lie. D- I was like, like, do you here, like that? Or, like, that well, actually, that actually, cool I love more than anything. It. When you guys had that bit about the time travel stuff, that yeah. really pulled me in immediately. I actually, really? I, I hate I, that stuff. I mean, I, 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 I was, I was glad I found it, but I literally had to go to that back page first before I continued with the comic because that just intrigued me so much. Question, that, guys, about, do you guys read the little, the little, the yeah. little vignettes at the end of every yeah. issue? Yeah, that's, that's, what that's, what that's, what that's what I love. I think it's great that you guys added those in too. Let's talk about a little bit like what we always ask. You know, what do you think that this adds to independent comic books, you know, as a whole, like the, you know, as like the whole library that's out there. What do you what do you think adds to it and why? And uh, who do you think that this is written intended for? This is in my opinion, this is written for anybody who like I said, you know, what it appeals to me. It appeals to that appeals to anybody who has been a fan of comics for like the last 20 or 30 years because of everything that it offers in this. It's just a hodgepodge of everything that makes comics yeah. great. So therefore, I really can't say that there's that it's going to be written for one single person here, there, or there. Anybody can potentially enjoy this. Not everybody will, but you know what? It is geared toward them. But I, but I tell you right now, what this offers to the world of comics is it offers a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new, a little bit of the yeah. bold and a little bit of the blue. This offers some serious competition because when it comes to originality, we don't see too many books like this where you offer something that has a little bit of, of something that seems old and something that seems new with it. We either see something that's totally original, they try to think of something totally off the wall. While there is many off the wall themes right here, it seems to bring it all together. I think I've not seen a comic like this in some time myself, actually, yeah. where it offer where where you see a little bit of everything there. I that's agree. what I think the true that's what I think the true uh strength about this comic is it offers just about every single fandom that you can think of and puts it into one book right there that i've never seen before in an in, in any comic for at least a good 10 years oh wow okay all righty what about you yeah um to go off of what jeff said yeah i think it's it's everything in one and i think it satisfies on so many different levels that you've got this like nostalgic wild west you've got the cool uh, space future 
you have everything in between. Like I think I, I think it just covers all of these different bases. I think it also kind of like what I was referring to before. It has the nostalgia of this classic fantasy escapist. Thank you. But it also does it in a way that is respectful and is genuine yeah. and is modern. And I that's what I like about it so much because sometimes when you look back at some of those things, you're like. Ooh, is this okay? Like, am I okay for liking this? And this one, it is. Like, it's all good and it's good natured and it's intentional and yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the relief is real. But no, like, I it feels good and like I I just I really love it. I love that. Yeah, kind of what you were saying, Raphael. Where like everybody's kind of in the mix too. Like you, you know, maybe the ladies aren't wearing much, but like some of the other characters get naked too, and it's we, fun. We just yeah. try to keep it honest. I mean, yes. this, this is the stuff we love and adore, and and uh, because we do that, you know, it's just there. You know, accept it or or. Or don't accept yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you're not this trying is what it to is. please people. You're just yeah. trying to make something that you love. Make ourselves happy. In the hope that much. other people, people will, love it. will enjoy it too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think it shows like you're not doing this for anyone but for yourselves. And I think yeah. that's the best kind of art where it's just made out of love. Um, and everybody else getting the color. It's just fun. It's yeah. different. <laughs> like I've never read a comic that was this crazy and off the wall and fun. And I think. Um, yeah, it's just great, and people should read. It. And to me, we really that intellectual side too, where like it was fun and it was crazy and it was a ride, but it also had these little things that were like, if you're paying attention, it's bigger than little that, treats. and Mysterious. it starts rewarding you. And like when you get to that fifth issue, it rewards big time. And I'm yes. so excited to see what the sixth issue is going to bring. And I think that's so satisfying, and that's really important for a story, especially a six issue shorter format story, to have that payoff at the end. And I think it's going to be huge payoff. Yeah. Now, just a little side note real quick. I know I've made a few comparisons here already, but also one thing, adding to the old bit of what I was talking about with your guys' comic right there, I tell you, it reminded me of reading my first Steranko comic, actually, oh, when nice. I was reading this, too. Ooh, so when oh, I was boy. looking at those yeah. panels right there, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, Steranko would be really proud, actually. Happy no, birthday, Jim. In my Happy opinion. birthday, Jim. Yeah, he just he just became 79. That's he, is, he is a big influence on That's why I'm almost tempted to see you guys do what he did in some of his panels, where he would like literally have like two or three pages of like literally no dialogue and just yeah. have like the characters right there like Less in the background. Yeah. yeah. Well, number oh. four had a lot of uh, no, no talking and yeah. stuff. Exactly. And those parts right there, I'm just thinking like oh i feel like one thing that the, that comics just have not really realized in the past 15 years i would say since 2002 is that time that t- that timing is not really the most important stop rushing stop freaking out if Things are like late on schedule. Like, kind of let things happen when it happens. Oh, you mean actually the creators getting the work done? You mean? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it's it, it's it's weird because yeah. like people are looking at like uh, I think I believe Mark Wade, <sighs> Black Magic. Who's who's writing Black Magic? Uh, Mark Greg Wade. Rucka is Rucka. Yeah. There we go. You know, Rucka is working on all these different comics, and then he creates something like Black Magic. It's new and different and awesome, and people are just like giving him so much shit for not like going back and working on it he's just like listen i just don't i kind of packed myself in a corner give me a second to figure out what to do with it and they're freaking out at him and and then they're also just like like i can't believe you're not writing this but hey look did you hear like six rucka comics came out this year like you know this week and you're just like (laughs) do love to complain yeah Yeah. right and and that's what i'm saying and i think that something like this like Five issues of honestly flawless. Honestly, every single issue is fantastic. Like wow. ten out of ten for me. I love these. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't stop. Like like again. Like when we read something, I usually have to put it. Like yeah. my ADHD. I have to put it down. I'm like I'm like you know I'm going back and like even though I'm loving the comic book, I right. will be like 
if it's a there's volume the rest of your life PDF. that's going on and everything else, well, all the I mean, shit yeah, you have to like, do. I mean, and... there, there's that, but it's just like, you know, like, I'm not good at sitting down reading. So then, like, if we're reading a PDF or a volume or single issues like this, I will be like, all right, how many more fucking pages? All right, how many PDFs? Like, I'm, like, looking at all the stuff, and I'm just like, this book, honestly, like, and, like, I wish my girlfriend was here to tell you. I literally read this tonight, and I just kept on reading it, and she's cooking for me. That's right, people. Mm-hmm. He has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> needing, needing my help she's cooking amazing. when I was just like, no, I got to read this. But anyways, but, like, I'm just like, no, I got to read this. And I, I kept on, like, reading it, and I never stopped. And she was like, and she was like, did you just read all that? I go, yeah. She goes, how long did it I'm take so you? proud of you. 15, 20 minutes? See, an hour and a half, guys. Really? I'm not kidding you. That's why you notice all the little stuff. But it is. Missed. That's what I do. Yeah. Like, people people talk about, like, yeah. oh, well, I read, you know, I read comics. See, like, me, like, I just wanted to know what happens next. And that okay. doesn't <laughs> When does that happen? Sorry, you got to wait a year now for issue six. Right? You get to enjoy well, it like the rest of it. banging on your door. But I think to me, like, that is, like, that's how I tell how into a comic I am and how much depth there is in it. Because I can read quickly, too. It well, depends on the comic. It makes like, me want to there... go back and read it and yeah. take an hour and a half. Yeah. Is there really enough in the art that's engaging me? Is there enough in the story that's engaging me and if there is I'll pour over every page and really look at the facial expression and sit in it for a minute before moving on to the next yeah. panel and, and like only a really good engaging book is going to do that I, I love it I love the pacing and everything what I think that this and again I think this is important in the independent comic industry because you know what like I like you know it's kind of like video games like the creators just they need to take their time they want to tell the story right they want to do everything correctly especially yeah. when you guys have this much communication with each other yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. care deeply about this I don't want to have an issue where you guys are just like, well, we had to meet a deadline. We've, I've done books that were monthly, that were bi-monthly, and, you know, it does suck a lot of the joy out of it. Yeah. And the reason these are gunpowder editions is because we're self-publishing it. it. We hope to get it out more than once a year. That hasn't been the case. But once it's all done, like, the only people who have seen this are people who have encountered us in real life. So now we'll have a nice six-month, six-issue series that Boom yeah. or IDW can put out on a monthly basis. It's all there. It's all done. Yeah. Not that many go. people have seen it. That's my plan. So yeah. This is a part of you guys, and it doesn't just take a second. Right. So I, I see the frustrations from all sides, and that's why Ralph and I discussed it, and we Such decided to, to it, like, you yeah. know what? Let's just go in a cave. We'll make it in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be available digitally. Make like, each one of them part of you. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you do release it, on a huge wide and scale, it's, it's done, fresh it's and it's new forever. and exciting, yeah. yeah. And nobody can go back and say, oh, well, I'd I wish I'd done this different or yeah. that different, yeah. yeah. Six issues is not a lot of time to really, really deeply care about a character, yeah. but you do the storytelling and the visuals and everything comes together so well that we do care. Yeah. Like, I care a lot about all of these characters. Agreed, yeah. Um, even the cave woman, like, I was attached to her, and, like, <laughs> I, I really think that that's a real credit to both of you for how great this is and that it's super fun, but that it also has these relationships where you care about the characters you care about how they're interacting with each other yeah. and you want to know what they're going to do next but yeah like, so how was it you know listening to us and assess to uh, assess it and kind of talk about it how was yeah, it? it was real i mean it was awesome it's uh, even if like we you, all hated it right <laughs> well, i was gonna say even even if it was like it wasn't all positive but it, it was all positive but even if you had criticisms like bring it like we want to hear it and I mean, how could I, it be better and i yeah. literally don't i i think that this I, I think it's just it's such an extension of you it's full of tlc and <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know and <laughs> I, I i really really do love this comic yeah. and this is why like i i was so happy to do this and so no yeah. it was an honor to have you guys read it and listen to your no, I, your you know how it you have a you have something you want to say what i was gonna say sure. is okay if i didn't 
if I didn't get a sense of honesty out of these books, I would have probably had criticisms. But because uh-huh. I did feel honesty that entire time in all in all five of these books so far, wow. that's you. why that's why I honestly can't yeah. find anything wrong with this. And I think that the whole I see nothing but honesty here. And I think wow. I think there's an experience, and I think it, as it, especially for this and a lot of the comic books where you go down Artist Alley. Seeing you guys and feel again, like we keep talking about feeling the paper and feeling it feels and like you might it. think feeling we would the feel. artist and the writer <laughs> yes. exactly. holding I them in your hands. Smelling the paper too. <laughs> that's all awesome. so we we're so awesome. Awesome. Tasting this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's an experience. It's an experience. Again, a yearly comic Derp. with these two guys who are deeply, deeply in love with, with the story they're telling. Um, who are so connected, and not only that, are just two of the most coolest people. Who are like I like Give all three, money, all all three of us. Like what we've been saying, and Jeff knows best. because every time we go, we have to go by yes. the Guns of Blazing booth. Aww. And Aww. this is an experience, and this is the exact same thing uh, we were talking about with like Ray Anthony Height. It's an yeah. experience to go by his table, talk yeah. to him, always, and talk to him about Midnight Tiger because Ray Anthony Height is one of the nicest person. Yeah, yeah and no. you know him. He's well, just a friend of ours. Yeah, he's your just friend of ours. Love his Sweetest art, guy in the w- world. And then you bring up Midnight Tiger, and he's just like, you just see these puppy dog eyes. He's just like, really? And he just like, he gets so <laughs> no. happy because it yeah. is. He's such a great well, character. He put a lot of love into that character. He yeah. does. Yeah, no. He yeah. does. No, and Ray, it's. Ray's Ray's and you just see, it. yeah, and like, and like, yeah, Ray is just one of the sweetest, aw- yeah. most awesome guys in the world. And it's just like, it's the same thing with you guys, talking about this, experiencing this with you guys, and just, it's all an experience. And this is something that indie comics have that DC and Marvel will never have. It's just different. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a different experience. Point, I love DC comics. I love yeah. superhero comics, but yeah. it's a different experience. I go to it for a different reason. And yeah. this is something that's just, I think authentic is the word that we're all pulling from it. You're honest, you're genuine, you're authentic. You go and meet you guys in your suits at the booth, and you're the same people that you <laughs> see writing this comic. You know what? Oh, lightning round. We didn't say who. So, who would you recommend this book to? I yeah, I don't know that there's well, we, a specific just... person that would like. I think everyone. There's something in this book for everybody. It's fun. It's different. It's deep. It's meaningful. It's about yeah. friendship. It's about love. It's about romance. It's about the hardships of life. It's about time travel. Like, yeah. there's so many things that you can take out of it, and I think that everybody should pick it up. And it's one of those things too, where like it, it's. It's one of those things where you might pick it up and you might say, like, I don't know if this is for me. This is kind of different. This is kind of weird. Yeah. By issue three, you will love it. Okay. Like, there's no, like, I think it is genuinely for everyone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has, has his finger say. up. Jeff's yeah. like, I'm going to speak. He has these things. Oh, I, this has got to come Jeff. out. I've got to see this. Jeff. Jeffrey. Better out than in, buddy. I will recommend this to anybody who wants to get into comics, myself, actually. Oh, okay. I believe it is the perfect jumping on point to get people interested in comics, actually, from everything that it offers. Okay. Especially indie comics, but comics in general. If you've never read a comic before, I would say the thing to get your feet wet with would be Guns A-Blazin, and then then become a lifelong comic reader from there on out. Now... I'm very picky when it and comes cakes to cakes on me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mike's buying drinks. I'm I'm very picky because I would try to think about like what would get me into indie comics. And again, this is not negative because it, it's not at all. Um, I don't think that this is something that somebody should read first. I uh, because again, oh, okay. I think Zot. And if I were to <laughs> refer somebody to Zot. Zot, I just just to see their face. Reading the first, like even though it's Scott McCloud, you know, like you know, the guy who's like how to write co- write comics, right. that is not a starting comic. <laughs> if it's like Watchmen, it works because you've read a bunch of comics right, and then you, now know you see the, the drugs. I love that Watchmen was one of the first comics I think I read. But I think you would appreciate it more now that you've read yes. a ton of comics. And that's Same what I'm with saying. this, like to yeah. realize how different it is. Exactly. Like, you need like, to have you, something you, to compare it to. You read it and you're like, wow, this is really different, and really dark. But the thing is, like, for me, 
like Scott Pilgrim, um, like Scott Pilgrim, Bone, um, you know, like there, there's even Walking Dead. Like those are some comics that are like they're so different. But the thing is, is that it's very linear storytelling. There's nothing too special about them. Oh, maybe Bone is a little bit, but that's just all good. <laughs> pretty special. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Scott, I mean, Walking yes. Dead though, I will say this is a total personal opinion, and it's not a popular oh. opinion. But those ca- none of those characters. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. Walking yeah. Dead. I didn't connect with a single character well, no, okay, in the comic. Well, well, that's actually not too surprising. That's not too surprising, actually. They're very close to a different kind of me- medium. Yeah. I have a but different. Like, that's we've what seen zombies, and then I think this is so different. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> we've seen zombie stories uh, over and over again. We've also seen like where it's like uh, like there's a lot of TV shows that are like it, not which is zombies like you know Lost and stuff like that. Yeah, where it's yeah, all yeah. psychological About and stuff like people that. People on an island so or whatever. So it's it's, yeah. it's right. something that we that people are familiar. So when you start reading an indie, indie comic, you read Walking Dead, you're like, oh, I understand these characters. Right. So you um, have sort of a level of yes. Uh, because remember, uh, yeah. zombies are barely in it. Right. And right. so you know, it's all about human stuff. And Scott Pilgrim is very much like a video game. So it it's, is. It's, it's an easy, it's an easy it's one. To riff on another it. medium. Yeah. Like, yeah. Scott Pilgrim's one of my favorite comics of all time. Yeah, 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 And But, again, it's like, for me, it's like, it's also, like, the easiest. It's just something you just jump on. With this, you need to be, yep. this is this is the middle one. This is where you read something, you read something that's, like, kind of, like, fun and fresh and something that, that's, that's um, that, you know, that's kind of like something else that you've read before. And, um, you know, and then you're just like, okay, what's next? Like, it's like seriously, if I were to like, yeah, like Zot this or Saga, if I were to just be like, oh yeah, I just read Saga, like you know, like all oh, like you know, like nonchalantly, like yeah. oh yeah, yes, <laughs> sorry, you like Squirrel Girl? Oh, you'll love Saga. Like that's like that's like what the fuck? You, <laughs> you always have to bring um, Squirrel Girl into it. I will throw in, and I think this is a thought that I just had. Like this is something that I would, and I can't believe I haven't, but like give to my dad to read. Yeah, like he doesn't read comics, but, he's not into it. But like the the old west vibe of it at the, the beginning. Interview now. Can we get the dad interview on the show? Hey, bring the oh, dad yeah. interview in. Yeah. Well, well, he's like a big Star Trek fan. He's sure. a big old westerns yeah. fan. Like to me, this has yeah, like it has those qualities that I think he'd love it. But he's not a big comics reader, so I think it depends too on like where you're exactly. coming from. Exactly, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm trying to think of like you know people yeah. who are like 35 younger, yeah. um, you know, getting into independent comic books because My you know. 20. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't get me wrong with what I said earlier about that. <laughs> I, yet too. Right. I, I would add on that part that I wouldn't recommend. It. Obviously, I'm not going to recommend that to like a 10 year old to read yeah. right there. Obviously, because that's it's not really what tricky when we go lecture at schools. It's like we can't bring our work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why I bring alternate not books. Not safe for work. But that's what makes it. But again, like again, it's not a negative you it is something for somebody who is seasoned somebody who understands like who's not going to be critical on it and just be like well this isn't something batman would do like you know yeah, something yeah. like that it is basically they are already understanding like this is going to be a different kind of pace this is going to be a different kind of storytelling this is going to be a different kind of tone mm-hmm. and that's the thing with comics with marvel and dc like sure they have like different ones like you can't compare a squirrel girl to like you know demon in bottle iron man something like yeah. that obviously but I mean, but still, like, but it is still a shared universe, and they're just like, oh, it can be different because they're all friends and they all love each other. Where you go to an independent, co- independent comic books, and you're just like, and it's just, it's, it's a culture shock. It really, really is. Again, so I think, like, to kind of summarize a little bit, it's something that like you could jump into cold without being a big comics reader. But alternatively, it gives you, if you're reading other indie comics, you're reading other regular comics. Agreed. It gives you Agreed. a good insight into how special this. If book you really is. like the '50s, if you really like something that's nostalgic, and if you like, or if you look, if you like something that's just so fast-paced, cowboy and Firefly and stuff like that, like absolutely something that's out there. But again. Like I was saying, Firefly should not be your first sci-fi sh- show. Right. It, it works because you've seen the, the tropes. Exactly. Right, yeah. You've seen Stargate. Yeah. You've seen something See, else. See, I think Firefly is <laughs> good cold too. See, I don't think so. I have way too many friends who saw Firefly, and, and then I'm and they just hated oh. it. They had to see Serenity 
and then go back to Firefly and like it more. So you're saying that Firefly works as a reaction to those, so to like sort I of think it works absorbing. Its own I too. think I think it shows be like there's different kind of of Star Wars. You have big big you know lightsaber or yeah. you know or people talking drinking Earl Grey tea. Sorry, I just love Star Trek. Uh, Trekkie. But like you know you have these two different huge you know successful crazy big sci-fi, and then you have Firefly. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and again, when I think it's the same thing where you can go into Firefly Cold and enjoy it as a show, but you will probably enjoy it even more knowing uh, the context that it was made after it's so special. Yeah, yeah but remember, yeah. there's a di- there's a different subgenre with that. That's also considered yeah. space western too. I mean, that is some, that is a but it still stems and people have that recollection over to this. Be like, yeah, but that's oh, I've seen spaceships and stuff from Star Wars. Like I, again, yeah. I'm. I'm not saying that the audience is dumb, but I am saying though it is easier for you to refer sure. to something else. Yeah, sure, it's easier. Right, sure. It's easier when point. something has some kind of you know is somewhat comparable to something else. Oh, like yeah. like my mom, she's you know like it's is. Right. <laughs> so you're she saying that the, half the shit I'm the, talking about. If you're a fan of like old EC comics or whatever, yeah, this is the book for you, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean if you Dad review coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm looking well, I, forward to it. I mean again, yeah, but like yeah, like older, I mean or just older stories, Western stories, yeah. and like and like you know and out, uh, you know and just yeah, like if somehow you were introduced to um, like you know like you know you're 20 years old and somehow you you know you got introduced to like you know a uh, like the older older Doctor Who, right. then yeah, and you pick this up absolutely if you're in that one niche market. But again, you're 20 years old, you already know Batman, you already right. know who Superman, Spider Man are, like you already know who those are, and then you're gonna read a comic being expecting that, and that's what the bre- and, you know, and to break him away from that is like you want him to have something that is like okay cool you like Spider Man awesome you're gonna you're you're gonna love like this one specific character who's very very much like I'm like I'm I'm blanking right now like or like you know you like Batman cool you know Midnight Tiger Midnight Tiger is like Batman if you grew up in Compton and it's an independent comic book like, like right, that, right. Again, and then I'll like, challenge you too to say try comparing. something different yeah and I, I, I just oh, add you don't real have quick. to compare everything to everything else just right. go in try something new and that's what I'm saying is like maybe first issue like wow this is really different absolutely anything like this yeah. keep right. reading you will love it so we we started this in 2012 the first issue yeah. came out in 2013 2015 we're sitting in a movie theater yeah. at, to at, to see guardians of the galaxy oh, yeah yes. and i think that was the first time i was like okay that that movie captured that sort of 1980s and the, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. soundtrack the colors and everything I, the way I, that's like the cinematic it. sort of parallel to what we were trying to do I in the book yeah. yeah so so if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan uh, Guns yeah. of Blazing is your book right and again with those charming moments and yeah yeah totally yeah but see like I, I don't I mean I don't know I, I don't consider why I said negative but like no I, I don't think it is I didn't see it negative yeah. alright we gotta do outro we gotta go huh he has to go to work in, in like four hours yeah. oh my Actually, god so do yeah. I well not in four hours but yeah. eventually yeah. alrighty guys thanks I for listening in our podcasts are available on iTunes and any other podcast app and of course our website thegrandgeekgathering.com we have Ooh. articles video series and Yay. other podcasts for you to enjoy as well while you're there go ahead and contact us we would love to hear from you and you can stay updated on Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube and of course we're gonna start streaming on Twitch under Grand Geek Gathering uh, the intro is provided by bensound.com you can get guns ablazing from the comic bug from Heidi Ho Comics from Earth 2 Earth 2 from Brave New World mm-hmm. from uh, where else did I drop some off? I forgot <laughs> comic book hideout elusive uh, comics comic book hideout yeah comic book hideout elusive comics and games isotope up in San Francisco I'll put them all on the uh, yeah, I'll, on I'll the article get you a list yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get on the article that's like you. one third of the yes. stories if yeah. you're listening to this around when it comes out check out our Facebook and our other social media for yep. uh, the opportunity to win some personal 
giveaways. Beautiful, beautiful hand-done art from Rafael Navarro, the best artist in the world. Absolutely. Yay. And uh, <laughs> thank, thank you guys so much. Please go buy the comic book, uh, the comic bug, sorry, <laughs> comic bug in uh, Culver City and Manhattan Beach and uh, see if Mike's there because he's like one of the greatest I'm people in the world. I often am. <laughs> and, uh, thank you. And uh, wh- which one are you usually at? I'm uh, Manhattan Beach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Culver City Thursday, Friday. All right, perfect. Yeah. And um, Saturday and Sunday, he's fighting crap. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm and often then, here on Saturday, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. So come and join the gathering. Have a great week. And GGG. I always forget to tell the guests that. I always forget every single time. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys so much. That was awesome, guys. Thank you. Love it. All right.